This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BBB. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Can we start with the idea of uh, the um, the bombings, the terrorist bombings this weekend? Do you have any uh, information that we may not have access to, Mike? You know, I don't. Uh, there has been a, a rush for information on this. Uh, initially, there were indications suggesting that this was an act of uh, international terrorism or terrorism with international links. Authorities have now backed down on that claim, not saying that that isn't the case, but just saying they don't yet have enough information, and I don't have anything beyond that. So, Mike, you know, I saw Snowden this weekend, and I think we need to decide as a people whether he is a hero or a villain, and it may be that he's a little of both. Um, it may be that he needs to go and spend time in uh, prison. But what he brought to the forefront is absolutely horrifying. And um, and we are bogged down in this argument of, well, I don't know if I trust him because he might be a bad guy. Yeah, he might be. But again, what he told us was the truth. And they're wanting to expand it. If they get a warrant for me uh, under the FISA uh, rules now... By the time they are just using my contact list and up to three levels past it, they are they have access to records of 2.8 million people. That is not the spirit of the Constitution at all. And we're still having things like this happen in America. What's the solution here? Because they are asking for more access. Yeah, okay, so we're talking about two different things here. You're, you're talking about the use of telephone metadata, and there were a lot of people who were understandably concerned about this, especially at a time when the NSA was collecting telephone data on every telephone in America, every single one, yours, mine, everybody else's. If you had a telephone, NSA was collecting data, data regarding who you called, who called you, when you talked, and how long you talked. Um, from this data, anyone examining it could be able to discern all kinds of private things about you, the condition of your health, your age, your sex, your marital status, your employment status, what you do for a living, what your hobbies are, your political affiliation, and so forth. That's wrong. It's none of their business. It's one of the reasons why we brought that to an end with the measure that uh, Democratic Senator Pat Leahy and I introduced called the USA Freedom Act. Now they have to go through a much more stringent set of procedures, and they ha- any telephone data they want to collect has to be linked to an actual investigation. Do you believe the other that issue they, do, wait, wait. Do you believe they're actually doing that, Mike? Yes, I do. I do. Now, why? Because they they, they did say they did say they lied to you. They perjured themselves to you when they said they weren't collecting things on on average citizens. And nobody went to jail for that. Why do you believe that now? Well, in that circumstance, in that circumstance, they made that statement publicly. Privately, they were telling members of Congress the whole truth, uh, which was inconsistent with that particular truth. And that was, frankly, the beginning of the end. That was shortly before they acknowledged the existence of the program. But members of Congress uh, were given classified briefings about that program before we were allowed to talk about it. This is why it put a lot of us in a difficult circumstance. 
when we were asked to vote on reauthorizing the Patriot Act, as I was called upon to do shortly after I was sworn into office. I refused to do it, but I wasn't allowed to talk publicly about all the reasons why, why because those yeah. were classified reasons. But as I explain in, in uh, Chapter 5 of my book, Our Lost Constitution, which tells this whole story, uh, the minute we start talking about constitutional restrictions, about the letter and the spirit of the Fourth Amendment, which says that the government can't use general warrants against you. It can't go out and just say, bring me the information on the bad guys. Bring it all to me. Right. The minute we start talking about that, we can rein in our government. We can restore our Fourth Amendment. So tell me about this latest attempt, and it is going into law if nothing changes, uh, December 1st. Sure. Okay, so the uh, Department of Justice uh, and uh, has made a request. And the Supreme Court has recently agreed to change the federal rules of criminal procedure, specifically Rule 41B6B, which would allow the Department of Justice to get a single warrant from a judge of uh, the department's choosing, uh, a warrant to allow the Department of Justice to access and search millions of computers across the country, across state lines, across all kinds of jurisdictional lines. Now, the Department of Justice claims that this is authority that's necessary to ensure the efficient prosecution of of these botnets or these illegal networks of infected computers. But this new ability, while it's touted as a simple procedural change, would allow the government to access millions of computers with the approval of just one judge. And this starts to look a little bit more like the the general warrant that I mentioned a few minutes ago and that that I discussed in my book, that the general warrants that were used by King George III and his ministers uh, that, that, that prompted us to adopt what is now the Fourth Amendment. So this is a rule that's going to kick in on December 1st unless we in Congress do something about it. And so uh, uh, several of us, including Senator Leahy and myself, who serve on the Judiciary Committee together, are asking the chairman of the Judiciary Committee to hold hearings on this uh, very soon so that we can get a rain on it. This, this rule will go into effect December 1st unless Congress moves to block this rule or to change it. And so uh, we want to make sure that everybody has all the information necessary and that we proceed very, very cautiously before adopting something like this that would give so much power to the government. Explain to people, I mean, Mike, um, I know you don't see rated R movies, um, and I generally don't either, although I've been lapsing lately. Um, I, uh, I saw Snowden this weekend, and... Uh, it's terrifying. It's honestly a movie that I think every American should see. Now, I, I, I take it with a grain of salt because it was done by Oliver Stone. However, I've done enough of my homework to know that what is said in that movie, not necessarily the way it, it happened um, to make you you know, fall in love with Edward Snowden, but what he said uh, and exposed, that's all true. And they spent a lot of time, his girlfriend in the movie, who's now over with him in Russia, uh, he did not tell for a long time. And she's like, and he, you know, he started saying, don't put that online. Don't, don't take that photograph. Don't do those. Don't, don't type that. And she was like, why? And he said, he blamed it on the Russians and said, there's Russian things going on and they can get in. She said, is anybody watching me? And he said, no, no, no. It's just, you know, they could. And I just, I can't talk about it. And um, uh, she said, well, it doesn't matter. I don't have anything on my computer anyway. And they really make a strong case that falling into, not this president, maybe not even the next president, but at some point, somebody with access to this much information 
can come up with an enemies list and say, destroy them. And they will. Yes, you, that's a big pr- Sorry, go ahead. I'm interrupting. No, I, go ahead. I, I, my question was, do, is, is this what's driving your concern? How real do you believe that is, that innocent Americans can be put onto an enemies list because of political correctness or political incorrectness or for whatever reason and, and shut down? Oh, look, there's no question that that is a real concern. No question whatsoever. Now, and we don't even have to prove that it's going on right now. I, I, I know of no reason to believe that that particular thing is happening right now. But what we do know, Glenn, is that we've seen this movie before, and we know how it ends. Remember the, the church committee uh, headed by Idaho front, uh, Senator uh, Frank Church back in the 70s? Uh, yeah, the church barely. committee concluded in its report that in every presidential administration— from FDR all the way through Nixon, our country's intelligence-gathering agencies had been used to engage in political espionage, meaning to collect information on political enemies and use it for the political benefit of whoever was in charge. So we know that this sort of thing happens. We know that this is what human beings do when they're given unrestricted power. Not that human beings are... Are, are, are evil by nature, but they are fallible. And when they get a little bit of power, they tend to abuse it unless that power is restrained. So, yeah, they, this is exactly what happens, and this is exactly why we need a Fourth Amendment. So I, I think the three most important words we can utter when we talk about the Fourth Amendment or any other provision of the Constitution, limiting government, are the words, this is why. When we see a risk like this coming along, we say, this is why we have a Fourth Amendment. Or this is why we have separation of powers. This is why we have federalism. All these things are designed to protect us from the risks of too much power being concentrated in the hands of the few. It's interesting, though, Mike, because uh, so many people don't believe that that's possible. So many people don't. Even when you say probably not this president, maybe not even the next, but eventually. And they don't even buy that because they think, well, this is America. That can't happen. And, And at the same time, you have people now making enemies lists on the air, listing people and saying, you're never part of this again. I mean, the enemy list is already being done, now not turned over to the Essentially, the Republican Party said it over the weekend. Yes, they did. Uh, Right, right. And and so you, you add to that fact, which is itself disturbing in and of itself, you add to that fact the fact that it's far easier to do things like this today than it ever has been. And I know of no reason... Why would we be willing to say, this is America, it can't happen here? Why? Well, because it is America, and it has happened here. It's happened here over and over and over again with technology that made it a lot harder to do in the past than it is now. So why would we be so quick to assume that all of a sudden government now is going to be run only by holy and pure men and women uh, who will never make mistakes and who will never do bad things with government power? I think a lot of people say, as long as it's my side doing it, you know, um, there are people who are standing like you are for the for the Constitution. And I think there's a lot of Republicans, you know, we saw it. Why did the Republicans not take care of the IRS? Why why did they allow that to stand? I think it's because there's a lot of Republicans in power that want that power with the IRS when they're in power. 
Right. And, and all of this begs the question, my side, what does that even mean? What is your side? Mm-hmm. If you have an R after your name, by the way, I wasn't born with an R or a D uh, uh, on my ankle. Uh, uh, I, I haven't gotten it tattooed on since then. I don't intend to. Uh, whether you are a Democrat or a Republican or uh, you're a member of some other party or no party at all, it's impossible to define with clarity what it means for government to be on your side. That doesn't mean that if they're with you on one issue, they're going to be with you on another issue always and forever. And in any event, there's a lot more than the partisan divide at play. A lot of the divide that's taking place today is not just between Democrats and Republicans. That's real, too. But it's between the Washington political establishment and the American people. That's where the problem lies, and that's why we need a strong Fourth Amendment. Um, Mike, um, let, let's turn to politics here for just a second. What do you think of Reince Priebus coming out this weekend and saying, um, if you don't endorse Donald Trump, you're not going anywhere with the GOP? Yeah, look, I, I think he owes us an explanation on that, on what exactly he means by that. I, I, I really am not I sure. Think uh, it was pretty clear what? that you won't get the backing of the GOP for any race in the future. Look, um, I'm not aware of any tenet of the Republican Party that uh, says to anyone that if they decline to get involved in, in one race or another, that they're going to be subject to punishment by that party. And if that's going to be the policy of this party moving forward, I think it will be a policy that will work to the detriment of this or any other political party. And if that's really what I'm saying, it's a big mistake. I walk that back. Now, look, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get the fact that we're looking uh, at, at what many have characterized, perhaps correctly, as a binary choice, uh, a, a choice about which many people care very passionately. Uh, but that, that doesn't mean that making threats like that is ever appropriate. Uh, uh, certainly not in my political um, Mike, how are you feeling about, as the Senate, how are you feeling about the chances of the Senate? I've got about 30 seconds. About the Senate holding on no matter who wins. Uh, uh, look, I'm feeling very good about the likelihood of the Senate remaining in Republican hands. Ooh, um, uh, we've got a 54-46 majority right now. I think uh, after the election, we're still going to have a majority. It might be narrowed a little bit, perhaps to yeah. 51 or 52. Uh, okay. But I do think we're going to hold it. Um, okay. Uh, look, we can do this together, Mike. but we've got to keep moving and we've got we, we, we to keep focusing on conservative principles and on constitutional principles, which okay. have made our country strong. Mike, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Mike Lee, Senator from uh, Utah. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Regardless whoever wins the White House, we are facing serious geopolitical and economic challenges that could lead to the next great financial crisis. You need a recognized safe haven asset for your portfolio and IRA, and that asset is gold. Call Goldline and add physical gold to your portfolio or IRA at 800-913-GOLD. Goldline, been helping people diversify their portfolio with gold for over 55 years. Rated A-plus by the BDB. Read Goldline's important risk information, but do it now, because crazy times are coming. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD.